welcome once again to another edition of Footnotes. Pastor Mark here. Today, all the pastors are gathered, and we have Pope Paul Timothy V that is running our board. I always say who's sitting here, and I forget to mention him, but he's always here. Kind of like the Holy Spirit, you're always there. We're glad to be uh, present today because we're going to be encouraging the body of Christ with ways that we are intentionally trying to build up the body, as Ephesians chapter 5 says. Wait, no, is it 5? Chapter 2. Ephesians, no, wait, is it 4? It's chapter 4. Somebody get me a Bible in here. Timothy, Timothy, get me a Bible. So Ephesians chapter 4, we're going to just be talking about building up the body and how we're doing that on footnotes. All right, so here we go, guys. Uh, we want to... Uh, oh, Timothy's got a Bible. He's actually produced one. Good job, Timothy, but I don't need that Bible anymore. Um, we are uh, we are committed to building up the body of Christ here at Broadway, and what I want to do today is I want to start by just revisiting something that we did last January. We just want to make sure for those who listen and tune in that they understand we're, we're being intentional, and we're not being uh, driven by a fad. This is still present, and that's A to F. So if you've been to our church, you've either seen the coffee cup that says every member equipped that we give out, or you've seen the banners that say A to F, where are you? Or you have heard us talk about it in the new member class, A to F. So real quick, let's revisit that, guys. What What is A to F? In case anybody doesn't know, just briefly. Yeah, uh, 8F is kind of our process. Uh, we as the pastors have uh, put together looking at Scripture, and it's kind of a um, yeah a process that goes from the person who just comes to our church and is visiting, right? We have the letter A, which is for attending, right? Everyone starts as a visitor coming to our church. Um, and so we have events, things like Fall Fest, where we try to get our name out. We try to invite people in the community to come. And so it's kind of that initial step to being involved in our church families you attend. Um, Then we go to letter B, which is beginning at Broadway, which is our new members class, which is for the visitor who wants to take that next step towards, hey, I want to learn about Broadway. What what are they about? Where are they going? You know, what do they believe? And so we want you to come to the beginning at Broadway class and learn about those things, which is a four-week class. Um, No commitment to join the church, but it's hopefully making you informed in making that decision and we would hope you would join the church um, so once someone goes to that class and they interview with the pastor hear their testimony they've been baptized they come and join the church that leads, leads to letter c which is covenant community which is where they join and um, hopefully get plugged into the community where we have two different ways to do that primarily we have our um, sunday school classes you know and every sunday morning at 9 a.m for all ages, where you can get to know people kind of in your area of life, your stage of life. And then we're also, next year, um, going to have home groups, which is also for community, um, but that'll be multi-generational in homes and applying the sermon. So those are two ways to uh, get plugged in and find community here at Broadway. And then um, the next slide will be D, which is for discipleship, which is um, our, kind of our men's and women's ministries. If you want to go deeper in your faith, be held accountable in your walk. Um, we have men's group and women's groups that meet different times, different places, are going through different books of the Bible or different um, Christian books. And that really helps you kind of go deeper where you may be in a mixed group, like in a home group or a Sunday school, you can't really 
you know, maybe share what you're really struggling with as, as openly where you can do that in a men's group or a women's group and really be held accountable. And then we have E, which is equipping groups, which is what we're going to talk about today. And um, these haven't started and yet. They, we have not done anything like that but yet. But intentionally for a year we've been building to this, which yes. takes us to F, which is the goal of it all, fruitfulness. That's right. right. We want to see our members fruitful, serving, maturing in the faith. That's right. So I was turned on to something like this uh, in a book that Tom Rainer wrote years ago called Simple Church. And in that book he said you need to have a simple process where if a visitor or an, a longtime member says, how do I become a mature member at this church? What does that look like? Then you would be able to easily tell them what that is and what it looks like. For a lot of people, when they come to church, what is a mature member? They think, well, I just attend or I just give my tithe. And I show up when the doors are open. And if I do that, I'm a mature member. But that's not really maturity. That's just attending. Maturity is fruitfulness. So so we started putting our heads together. How can we move our people to fruitfulness? What would that look like? And how can a member tell a guest who walks in the door, if you want to grow, here's what that looks like. So we came up with A to F because all the letters just kind of made the alphabet. And we also know that we have different groups of people in our church. We have some people that have been attending for three years. Yeah. Literally, they're not members, and they've been attending. Okay, well, they're in a different kind of category. Then we have people who are saying, I really like this church, I want to join. Okay, they're in a different category. Then we have people that have been members forever, and we're saying, Okay, what are you supposed to do, right? You're at a different category, a different phase, a different season in the life of the church. So you're, you're at letter C, but where do you go? And then we have people that are really excited and they want to use their gifts. And so we have that season of people. And so we realize pastorally, we've got all different kinds of people, all different kinds of groups, and there's a spectrum. So how can we simply communicate to people this is how you grow into maturity at this church and it still ministers to everybody at at whatever phase they happen to be at the guy who walks through the door for the first time the people who have been here for 25 years how does it minister so we came up with a to f and i i think it's personally brilliant do you think it's brilliant brandon (laughs) No, I think it's great. and uh, Not brilliant, though. <laughs> I don't know. Is there a difference? You're a humble. You're a humble man. No, I think it's, I think it's exciting um, because uh, I think it provides clarity, and that's— We like that word here. And we do. Clarity. Yes. Well, and again, I, I think I've said this before probably a million times, and I'll probably say it again a million times, but I feel like, you know, since, uh, Pastor Mark, you've come uh, to be our pastor, you've said— from the beginning, that everything we do is intentional, everything we do is teaching, everything we do um, should provide clarity to some degree where anybody in our church could look at anyone. So not just the pastor saying, this is how you become a healthy church member, but like you said, other members telling one another, no, if this is how we become healthy church members and grow. And then there is a there is an impetus on us as pastors uh, a weight even that's, you know, totally biblical 
uh, where we have been mandated by God um, to present every man mature in Christ. And how do we do that? Well, this this is a good marker, really, for us. Um, just like in the educational world, you have uh, markers and tests that that provide data that you can actually see what is happening in the life of our church. And I'm not saying that numbers are, you know, all encompassing or surpass like uh, spiritual uh, vitality to a church, but I am saying that numbers matter uh, because that helps us understand where our people are as a church, and that helps us to be better pastors and to lead and shepherd well. Yeah. Brady, your father-in-law, Mike Leffler, who was my pastor, used to say, man, numbers matter. There's a whole book in the Bible called Numbers. <laughs> so I agree with Pastor Mike on that. Numbers numbers do matter. There is a book of the Bible called Numbers. But yes to what every everything you've said, Brandon, clarity. What mm-hmm. I love about A to F is now it allows us not only to have data, but everything we do as a offering of ministry and service whether it's sunday morning whether it's beginning at broadway whether it's sunday school whether it's home groups whether it's wednesday night we now can provide clarity to tell the body every service has an intentional purpose and they're all different Mm -hmm. so why should you come on wednesday night because wednesday night is now equipping night and that's different from sunday morning which is the, the church gathered for worship, which is, you know, community, right? Yeah. Home groups are unique. Uh, Sunday school's unique. Why should I join a D group? Because that's different from an E group, okay, and we'll explain all that. But there's intentionality. We, we just all finished reading with our interns Martin Lloyd-Jones's book, Preaching and Preachers, which is one of my favorite preaching books Lloyd-Jones delivered those lectures at, uh, I think it was, was it Westminster or was it uh, Wheaton? Anyway, it was one of the W's. I think it was Westminster in 1966. And they made those lectures into this book. And in the book, he says that Sunday night should be different from Sunday morning. Why are they coming back? And to hear that old pastor say that and say there, there should be clarity, right, to everything you're doing and that's the beauty of what we're doing right here we're actually fulfilling that so a to f is very much alive anybody who says now was that just a january fad when you preached through it for eight was it eight weeks what's eight how many letters is a to f five it's six but you broke it down (laughs) no you you did like an intro timothy i saw you counting on your fingers over there but you uh you also I think you took maybe like two weeks on an intro or something, so seven or eight weeks. Where we intentionally just preached through it and tried to explain it. Then we had the coffee cups. If you want God to move, make a coffee cup out of it. (laughs) That's my theory. And everybody loves the coffee cups. We have about 40 in the office that say (laughs) every member equipped. What I love, too, when when we all kind of put our heads together and came up with A to F, Brandon, you really came up with the tagline that is now the tagline for the church. If you go on the website, if you go to anything we market, underneath our name, you will see every member equipped, which is very biblical. That goes back to Ephesians chapter 4, 11 and 12. And 
you know that that was kind of after we put the A to F together. You said this is this is what we're committed to. So it used to be a place to connect and grow and serve, serve, and which is fine. But I like this better because clarity is given, right? And in the '70s, Broadway's motto was "Where everybody is somebody, and Jesus Christ is Lord." Now that that was the motto way back yonder. All good, all perfect for its day, but I love this one because it's like intentionally saying we want every member equipped to do the work of the ministry. Well, and that was a definitely a joint effort, and that came from you, uh, really your vision, you know, as the, the lead pastor to come in and just kind of lay that down, that your heart is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, and um, was that your proof text for your trial when, sermon was yes, Ephesians 4, 11, and 12? When I preached in view of a call, yeah. I did. I preached Ephesians 4, 11, and 12, and that was my challenge. If you vote right. me in, this is what we're going to do. Right, and then uh, after conversations that you and I had privately where I would ask you, like, you know, really what what is the root of your vision here? Like, what is, um, like, you know, what I guess uh, is is your passion for Broadway like what are you what are you hoping to accomplish or achieve you know by God's grace here and you pointed me to Ephesians 3:10 which was you know so that the manifold wisdom of God would be revealed through the church and uh, and and just thinking that through how does that happen well you know Paul continues that narrative or that you know that line of thinking in Ephesians chapter 4 where he talks about every single person in the church being equipped, the pastors having the freedom to equip the saints for the work of ministry. So when we get to a place as a church where literally every member is equipped, A, hopefully we'll be able to change our tagline for our church because that's flexible, right? Um, but isn't that always the goal? It every is the member goal. equipped, always. It is the right. goal, always. But I'm yeah. just saying, you know, once that happens, uh, which, you know, that, that may like you said, may carry on forever, and that's what we hope. But um, when we get to a place at Broadway where every member is truly equipped to exercise their gifts of service, hospitality, um, mercy, giving, teaching, all of those things, I mean, this church will be transformed, and this community will be transformed. And that is that is really exciting to see when we actually start living that out. And I would say we're already seeing mm -hmm. the fruit of that effort, even yeah. over just one year. Yeah, it's super exciting. And I love the clarity and the intentionality that it provides. So that's A to F. Now, let's move to the next subject here in the podcast. So we are getting ready to launch the letter E. So we have all the other letters, and we've talked about the other letters, right? So beginning at Broadway is B, and community groups is Sunday school and home groups, and uh, letter D is our discipleship groups, but letter E has not yet been launched. We've referenced this in previous podcasts, but we want to get into detail now. So Wednesday night is now going to shift in 2024 to becoming Equipping Night. And Brady, one of the things we've done with your position moving you to, to Pastor of Connections is we've said we want you to focus on the letters B, the letters C, and the letters E. 
And pastorally, we want you to oversee those specific areas and make sure those get done in the church. So you've been working with home groups. Uh, you've been training leaders Sunday nights at your house currently. You have, what, eight different homes that are going to open up. Yep. Super excited about that. You are also now helping us work through a curriculum, a scope and sequence for Wednesday night. So Wednesday night for the last three years, and nothing wrong with this, but I've just taught. And I've tried to make it equipping in a light way, but I've just taught through Scripture, had notes, kind of a different format. And it, it's been really successful. We, we've, we gone, we've gone, you know, to a room that's pretty full. Um, you know, people are coming. We love that. We don't want that to end. But we know that we need to be more intentional with that night because people only have so much time throughout the week. So we know they're going to hopefully come on Wednesday. So looking at a time, when can you do equipping? We said, let's do Wednesday. Brady, tell us kind of the evolution of that and the intent and how that all came about and then where it's going. Yeah, um, so equipping, again, is, you know, teaching people how to use their gifts that the Holy Spirit has given them. If if uh, you're a believer, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. You've been given a, at least one spiritual gift, if not more. And uh, so we as pastors want to tap into that and teach you how to use that gift to to do something, um, right, to, to serve to give, to share the gospel, not just to come and, and sit, right? Not just to attend, but to to pr- be a producer, as the book Compelling Community talks about, not to be just a consumer. And so um, these classes, we thought, okay, Wednesday night, you know, instead of, not that there's something wrong with another Bible study, but we want to be intentional and use Wednesday nights now to equip people to use their gifts. So we want to have um, these groups um, that will, um, help people to how to do something. So like, for instance, it could be how to study the Bible or how to disciple someone. So it's not or just how to share your faith, how to share your faith. People have said, I really yeah. want to evangelize. Okay, well, we're going to do a class that will teach you how to do that. How to biblically instruct your children. Yes. Because people have said, you know, I'm struggling with my kids. How do I do that? So these are all how to classes biblically based to teach people all kinds of things about living the Christian life. Yeah. I mean, how to, um, you know, parent uh, sons, how to be a good father, how to do biblical counseling. How do you take God's word in your workplace when people have these problems and their life is falling apart? How do you take the scriptures and address issues in their life? So, when you go to these classes, uh, there'll be some instruction time, but we also want to have some time at the end, especially for discussion for, okay, how do I do this? You know, how do we, what does this look like in real life situation? Not just pie in the sky, not just in the classroom, not, you know, theory, but practice. Um, and so at, at the end of each of these classes, you should be able to feel like you have a better grasp on how to actually do something to, to do a skill. You know, obviously you're not going to be perfect. There's still going to be experience to be learned. Um, but you should be like confident that, okay, I can take steps in obedience and use this gift and start living this out in my life. And so that's really what we want them to be is how to classes. So it's not just a study through Galatians or something. It's, you know, how to pray, how to, um, again, serve, how to be hospitable, um, things like that. So you can put into practice in your life. 
So, guys, we sat down. We've sat down multiple times over the last year and thought, what would the classes be? What would the subjects be? We have a super long list. You've mentioned several of them. How to be hospitable yep. was one because some people know how to do that and have people in their home and minister and all that, and other people don't. Uh, how to evangelize is certainly one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, biblical counseling, how do we do that? Now, with these classes, so we can always add new ones as the need arises, mm -hmm. let's kind of break down what Wednesday night will look like now because somebody listening to this may go, okay, that sounds good, but are we doing this in like a group of 100? So on a typical Wednesday night now, you come and you eat dinner. We provide that, try to do it as a ministry because we know people are busy and they have kids. And plus we want to kind of provide just a fellowship time where everybody who wants to come can sit with other church members and have a meal. And so we always do that on Wednesday nights and that's pretty successful and it's a pay what you can afford. So, you know, people give and, and it, there it is. We'll still do that. So the idea is we're still going to offer the meal. You come and you gather in the fellowship hall, have the meal together, fellowship with people, and then at a prescribed time, we're going to say, okay, classes are beginning. So on any given Wednesday, at least to begin, once more members are equipped, we could probably offer more. But on a, on a given time on Wednesday, we'll say, okay, classes are beginning. We're going to start with three classes offered. So in January, when we kick this off, I'll teach a class, Brady will teach a class, Brandon will teach a class. Now, again, we would love to see the day when more people might come and teach classes, but we want them to be trained. So the idea is that every semester you'll have three or four classes offered and you choose, I want to go to this one, I want to commit to this one, you go to that one. Now, we'll still have youth ministry and children's ministry as usual, so that won't change. What, what would you add to that? Yeah, correct. So uh, we will have... Uh probably have registration for these classes to see what rooms they should meet in. So, uh, for instance, uh, this time I think we're going to have Pastor Mark teach on how to instruct uh, children God's way. So kind of a parenting class on how to, you know, how do you instruct your children, you know, especially young children, and how do you discipline, and what does the Bible say about, you know, these things, and how do you feel equipped as a parent to know what to do when your kid's screaming in the supermarket, and you're like, I don't know what to do with this. Or, or when your teenager you know, is or your teenager going through a season of know, their life. Not yeah. speaking to you, how do you, what do you do with that, you know, your teens. Um, so, yeah, Pastor Mark's going to teach that. And so depending on how many people, you know, want to go to that class, you know, that will we can either meet, you know, in the Fellowship Hall, in the Connection Rooms, there's different places we can meet. Um, and then, for instance, um, Pastor Brandon's going to do, you know, how to study scripture uh, for, I think, six weeks or so. And then, you know, maybe how to pray and how to give. And so do several different, you know, shorter classes, whereas Pastor Mark's will probably last the whole 14 weeks of the spring uh, semester. And then I've um, planning on doing one on um, how to disciple. So how do you take another believer and help them grow in their faith? Right. That's a practical thing that we're all called to make disciples. Right. Um, and then also how to show hospitality. How do we open up our lives, not just our homes, but our lives to people and, and to live life with each other? And then how to be a peacemaker. How do we deal with, you know, conflict in the church and relationships? What does the Bible tell us to do? That's a crucial skill that a lot of people don't have. 
right? We don't, we get better. We don't deal with conflict well. Now you're doing all of those next semester? Yeah. All three of those mm-hmm. you're doing? Yeah, they're short. So how many? Ones. Okay, they're all short. Yeah, so yours. So will, mine is going to go about like 15 whole, weeks. Yeah, 14 yeah, on the weeks. Parenting. But yours will be yes. smaller. So there'll second. be options. So if you pick Pastor Marks, you'll be, you know, pretty much committing to that class. For the semester. For the semester. To which learn will about. be January to roughly May. Yes. And then if you say, okay, I don't want to do that. I don't have kids. Yeah. Yes. But I'd love to do the disciple one. And then yep. uh, it, when that's finished after four weeks, Brandon, tell us what you're going to be doing in January. And, and I know this podcast will live on beyond that. But right. just kind of give an idea how this will be yeah, organized. So, so like Pastor Brady, our sessions are pretty much lined up. So like if you wanted to start with him on how to disciple while he's doing that, I'm doing how to study scripture, and then we are switching gears, and so I'll start how to pray for about four weeks, and he'll do the same uh, with uh, how to show hospitality, and then after that, for another four weeks, I'll talk about giving, how to give, and Pastor Brady will talk about how to, um, you know, how to be a, a peacemaker. So yeah. you you have those options to kind of switch between on hours. Yeah. And the, the good news is if you miss those classes, let's say that they come to the parenting and they say, but I really want to do those. Well, we have a scope and sequence. So every so many years we'll recycle some of these subjects, right? So yeah. if you didn't get the discipleship class this semester, it will probably be offered again. That's always a good how-to. Yeah. Uh, so we're not recording these classes. We're not putting them on the internet. We're, we're saying come to you know, this this thing. So uh, if you come, this is how this works. Then we're going to offer a whole new set of classes next semester in September. So we're talking about biblical counseling, mm-hmm. which again would take, you know, almost the whole year. So you're committing to that yeah. uh, and, and other subjects. What are some other possibilities for 2024, 25? Yeah, I mean, um, there's a about a list of 30 different ones. We've talked about, you know, doing an intentional uh, cohort for fathers and things like that. We've talked about intentional grandparenting. How do you be a, a grandparent, a biblical grandparent who invests spiritually in the lives of their grandchildren, and even you know people who aren't related to you? How do you just, as an older person, invest spiritually in the lives of younger generations? So, an intentional grandparenting class, um, things about how to grow in wisdom, um, just all kinds of different classes. So, whatever our need, we feel like the church's needs are. You know, next fall, that's quite a ways out, but. Whatever is going on in the life of the church, you know, we can make an equipping class that meets that need to help equip people to, to meet that um, need in our community. So. And the idea behind all this is we're going to train you, and then hopefully you will be fruitful, yes. the letter F, and you will begin using your gift in the life of the church, in the community, That's right. in your workplace, in your home, I mean, wherever you use that gift. So what a great opportunity to be trained and i love what you said brady every class will be how to blank Mm -hmm. so again it's not that we're against studying galatians or ephesians or whatever but you have sunday school for that a lot of our sunday school classes are journeying through the bible Mm -hmm. and then you have the preaching service that is expositional but and then you have the home groups that talk about the preaching service applicational but what this is going to be is how to blank whatever blank is so there's always room for new subjects and then there's always room to revisit subjects that people felt like I really wanted to take that yeah 
Absolutely. And it's open to all ages. If, if you're a college student and you say, well, there's nothing offered for me, you can come and learn how to be a parent. Are you going to have kids one day? Yes. Would it help you to think about all of this stuff early on? Yes. Yes, it would. Are you going to ever share your faith? We hope. Can you learn how to share your faith? Yes. Will you build relationships? Yes. It may not be your age, but you're going to build relationships with people in the church so it's intergenerational these how-to classes anybody can join them yep i think it's gonna be really beneficial well and i would key in too on what you said brady dependent upon what the needs are in the church currently so like for an example you know we have heard from several individuals in the church that they want to be equipped to share the gospel and so next summer for the summer coffee series we're taking the summer to do a how-to evangelize um so because it'll still be an e wednesday night is always e but it's very intentional because that is an that is a need represented in the church and that's how pastor brady is leading this but that's how we pastorally are planning these equipping groups depending upon the needs of the body and that's it's very intentional that way which means that church you have um, the, the impetus is on you to, to plug in and be engaged and, uh, and engage in these groups uh, to, to learn and become fruitful. And our, our Summer House Coffee Series is super important because we're saying, hey, this is an equipping class we want the whole church to go to together in a sense that there isn't, you know, four options in the summer. This is what we want all of us to learn together. So the summer is really not a time to just, you know, skip out on church all summer, but be here and learn what is one of the more important you know things we can learn together is how to share our faith right that's relevant right. Mm-hmm. for all of us yeah and so that summer is really going to be a key one that's going to apply to all of us we try to make it really relevant for everyone that this is going to be worth your time this summer yeah absolutely and you know people will go on vacation and do all those kind of things but yeah. be here on wednesday night when you can yeah and in the past people have said well these summer coffee house series it didn't apply to me parenting you know that didn't apply to me i'm i've raised my kids or money you know i'm a zillionaire i don't care i don't have any need for money and so you know they've they've all kind of given us all these reasons but really who's going to say no to evangelism i mean i'm sure people will they'll have their reasons but everybody needs to learn how to share their faith so the reason we're going to emphasize that and we're going to hone in on it is we think it's so important in the life of the church so I'm super excited about the summer, and then we kick back off in the fall. We'll do all these great classes, and people are going to hopefully be equipped. And within all of those classes built in are our prayer services, our prayer meetings, which are also equipping. Uh, because we talked about before, you know, we are giving the, the body time to actually pray for the work of ministry. and so Which is equipping, equipping, which is equipping through, prayer. through prayer. Yeah. yeah. So once a month now, we're going to start incorporating a family prayer time on Wednesday night. We've done a podcast on this, yeah. but it's phenomenal. It's been phenomenal. We've done it, what, three times? Yeah. Every time so. gets yeah. better. Yeah. Every time gets better. So the people hear about what's going on in the church. One of us prays. It's just this wonderful, glorious time. And we're going to keep doing that. Yeah, The Lord just keeps blessing us, and, and we want to hear from more members who are sharing their faith and discipling other people. And, yeah. you know, we want to hear from them, and we want to celebrate at that time. As people are equipped. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Wednesday night, 
you know, is, is we're making Wednesday night great again, you know, to people who have like, well, I don't come to that. And well, you're missing out. You're missing on the life of the church. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll throw this plug in too, because, uh, we also have choir after <laughs> the worship choir, after, uh, the equipping groups, uh, will take place. And that's also a time of equipping, equipping, uh, even if it's a portion of the choir, if you'd like to join, please do so. But, um, that's also a time of equipping. Yeah. How to worship. Yeah. And everybody can come to that. We do it at a time afterwards. So we feed you, we, we make it, you know, a great time of instruction and encouragement. And then you go home and midweek has been really good. All right. So what else would you add? What was our third question? Or did we answer it? I think we kind of merged the second and third. I only have two questions. Is this even a sermon? We don't have three questions. Two points. Is it it really even real? Uh, Yeah. So anything you would add to this intentionality, A to F, and now highlighting the letter E and teaching people how to? I would just say, I mean, I mentioned this in the uh, beginning at Broadway class, and I think one of the one of the guys who was visiting this past Sunday, he's he agreed with this, but he he said like the a lot of churches, you know, I said we you know we're good at people come, they may have some kind of membership process or class, and then we want them to join, right? Most churches, that's kind of pretty standard. Well, and that's what we've said. Most churches can do A, B, and C really well. You know, people attend, people go through maybe a membership class, and then they join, and they get stuck in a Sunday school for life. That's pretty much most churches, and that's where it stops. But D, E, and F never seem to be on the radar. Go ahead. So I'm I'm excited that, you know, D groups, that's great, and you're getting to, you know, get that accountability and and be known and know other believers and hold them accountable in their light walk. But I'm also super excited about equipping and— this young gentleman who was visiting our ch- our class beginning at Broadway was like, man, that's awesome. Like y'all are actually equipping people, you know, to do things like they, they felt their own need to be equipped. They're like, man, I don't know how to, you know, counselor. I don't know how to discipline my kids or how do I do this? And so we all have those areas of our life where like, man, it'd be really helpful to grow in this. If I can only have someone help me or a group of people together intentionally thinking about how to be better at this skill and so now we're going to have an opportunity to do, to do that. So I'm mm. super pumped. Yeah, mm. me too. Well, and I would just say as as pastors, that's what we're called to do um, is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. So, you know, for us, this really is like a fulfillment of the calling that we have been given. And, you know, we do that, you know, I'm sure many churches do that in several ways, but this is a very clear way in which we can, uh, equip the church and that's it's it's helpful it's encouraging even to to me personally it's encouraging to see that there is an avenue for that uh, as a pastor so yeah just being very candid I've said to you guys all along I'm a little nervous about taking Wednesday night and doing this because Wednesday night has become strong and yeah. we have people coming but we also have people coming and and this is not their fault I mean this is this is what we have designed they come and they learn that's great but this is going to push people come learn and do and not everybody's going to want to do that let's be honest some people 
enjoy coming to hear about Revelation. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. They, they want to learn. They want to hear. But now this is going to really shift the Wednesday focus. So we hope all those people will come back. Maybe it will even attract other people who haven't been coming, who are like, I don't want to eat and listen to a Bible study. Okay, well, come and, and learn how to do things in your Christian faith that can be beneficial to you and the kingdom of God. Yeah. So it's kind of scary for me because I'm nervous we're going to wreck Wednesday night shifting it, but I think it's necessary. I think it's good, and we all agree on this. Yeah. So we hope that people will support it with their mm-hmm. attendance, right? Dr. Adrian Rogers used to say, every time you miss church, you are voting through your body that you want to close the doors of the church for that service. Now, I don't know mm-hmm. if I fully think through that, agree with it, but he would always make that point, right? If you don't come on Sunday night and it drizzles down to 20 people, you're voting to close Sunday night. If you don't come on Wednesday night and it drizzles down to 15 people, you know, or whatever, whatever your church size is, then essentially you're voting to close the doors of the church that night. I think there's truth to that, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds kind of like the quote, and I don't know if this is exactly how it's worded or who said it, but it's like if everyone's service or involvement to the church is what you do, would there be a church? Like, would mm-hmm. it even exist? You know, like mm-hmm. if if everyone did exactly what you do, if they're, you know, your attendance, your serving, your giving, would the church, would be would it even exist or would it, you know, disappear? Would it be healthy? Um, so just something to think about. And we we tell people in our new members class and I, I personally think this is a challenge to our longtime members. We tell people in the new members class, we don't want you to be a consumer. We want you to be a provider. And we got that from Jamie Dunlop's book, Compelling Community, that we gave out at the volunteer banquet last year. We gave everybody a copy of that book, whether they read it or used it as a doorstop or whatever. But the idea in that book is... It's kind of like the JFK speech in 1960, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And we say to these new people coming in, you know, don't ask, what can this church do for me? Ask, how can I serve? And we want to pitch the same idea to members who've been sitting on the pew for 50 years or 30 years or 10 or whatever. You know, you are a provider, So if you come at this, well, I don't like that, and it doesn't suit me, and it's not my preference. Well, we're not about being consumer-driven. We're about being provider-driven. And that's a huge shift from what you see in a lot of churches. They gear everything to coddle. I think the, you know, the the people coddle and preference, and we want to make you happy, and our position is we, we want you to serve faithfulness yeah that's not popular some people will say well i'm going to go down the road where i can be a consumer well there's plenty of churches in our community that will provide that for you that's their model but this is our model and we're not ashamed of that well i think we have exhausted the subject (laughs) what would you guys say are we done timothy you want to add anything you want to come over here and tell us about what pope paul timothy the second says We covered it all. All right. Well, on that note, we hope that we have equipped you to be prepared to be equipped. And Brady, 
I love what you said. You said the Summer House Coffee Series. It's the Summer <laughs> Coffee House Series, summer not the house. Summer House. Whoops, the Summer House. Summer House right. Smokehouse it Coffee Series. It sounds like a good place to be, the Summer yeah, House. the Summer House Coffee <laughs> Smokehouse <a> barbecue. <laughs> So we hope that you will be equipped, not only with equipping groups, but with the Summer House Sausage Series Amen. that we put on here at Broadway that is one of our sponsors. So on that note, we're out. Thanks for listening to Footnotes. And that's another episode of our podcast, Footnotes. We drop our podcast each Friday, so be sure to tune in, check us out, and listen. Footnotes is a ministry of Broadway Baptist Church located in South Haven, Mississippi. We're located right outside of the Metro Memphis area. You can learn more about us by visiting us online at broadwaychurch.org. Until next time, it's Footnotes.